Hello, welcome to Living Jesus. My name is Chika Onyangsi, and today we will discuss the topic, um, the voice of comfort. Um, the fact that there's a voice that comforts, you know, but um, how do you get that voice? Where does it come from? You know, how, how does it work? We'll look at all of that today from the scriptures. We'll be reading 2 Corinthians 1 from verse 3 down to verse 11. And this is the NLT translation. It says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. Even when we, we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves are comforted, we will certainly comfort you. Then you can patiently endure the same things we suffer. We are confident that you, have, you share in our sufferings. You will also share in our comfort God gives us. 8. We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure, and we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God, who raises the dead. And he did rescue us from our mortal danger, and he will rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him, and he will continue to rescue us. And you are helping us by praying for us. Then many people will give thanks because God has graciously answered so many prayers for our safety. Hallelujah. God is the giver of comfort, and your primary source of comfort must be God. It's not your pastor. It's not your husband. It's not your your best friend it's not your mom it's not your dad it's not your children it's not in your alpha it's not in your wuli it's not in your pastor it's not in your bishop your primary source of comfort must be god first before any man now apart from the inner peace and comfort that god gives um he also sends men you see so it comes from the source and then, then down to men so it's not the other way around you don't find comfort in men first and then go to God no it's the other way around the one who is the source of all comfort is the one who now sends men to you to comfort you hallelujah so now um, God sends men apart from the inner peace that God gives you he sends men um, who have gone through the same path sends them to you to strengthen you. Now, the reason why you will go through the terrible, life-threatening situation and come out of it unscathed is to strengthen you, to equip you also to strengthen other people and to glorify God. So, none of it is ever in vain. None of it is ever by chance no it's planned by god hallelujah and so if you if you know that it, it, it probably helps you when the situation comes hallelujah 
Now, in the scripture that we read, um, Paul experienced challenges in Asia and almost cost him his life. In fact, the NLT translation we just read says that he expected to die. He didn't think he could survive. He didn't see any light at the end of that tunnel. It was pitch dark. It was horrifying. You know, the atmosphere was devoid of hope. Think about it. You know, there must have been a lot, you know, coming from a man like Paul, who, you know, was one of the greatest apostles. That must have been, that must have been, uh, uh, it must have been, it must have been something much well. I'll call it something. Hallelujah. Because he would have looked to the right, right, looked to the left, and just wondered, is this it? But guess what? That man is a man of faith. He's the same man who, who talked about whether he lives or dies, it's still gain for him. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure he wasn't living in fear at any point in time. Hallelujah. But you will know there from the scripture that it did get to him. Hallelujah. This is a man who constantly whined and dined with the Holy Spirit. Yet he experienced a situation where he couldn't see light. All hope was lost. But guess what? God came through for him. Hallelujah. Why? Because God is faithful and he is faithful to his word. He has promised us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Now, guess what? That promise that God has promised you and I, the assurance that that promise must come to pass is the Holy Spirit. And that's the spirit that lives on the inside of you. That means for every time you're walking around with the Holy Spirit, you're carrying the confirmation from God that he will never leave you nor forsake you. That the blessings he has promised you in the Bible must come to pass. The word, the things, personal stuff he has spoken to you, he must bring them to you. Have, you have a confirmation of his word on the inside of you. That's what you walk around with. The Holy Spirit is not just there. Hallelujah. Now, if you look at verse 9, you will see that um, in, Paul was talking about the situation and then he, he talked about relying on God. When he came to the, you know, to the, when he, when he came to, to the crux of, of, of the entire thing, Paul decided. I mean, it's not that he's not always relied on God, but I mean, that's him. That's, that's what he said. Those are not my words. Hallelujah. Says they began to rely on God. Do you know there's a way that um, you do stuff as a believer? You don't know that unconsciously your confidence or reliance is on something else. It, 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 you know, it shifted a little bit. You, you just think these things are very subtle. You might not really know. Amen. It's like someone who has quite a lot of money, you know, or you're expecting something to happen, or you're expecting someone to give you money. You know, quietly is shifted from the one who is the source of all wealth and began to shift to your uncle, your auntie, who you are expecting to give you some money. It's very subtle. But in your mind, if I speak to you, you say, oh no, I mean, God is my source. My mind is, no, your mind is not there. But God understands this because um, he's patient with us because we, we live in this container, hallelujah, that comes with all sorts of imperfection, hallelujah. So they decided to rely more on God, the source of all comfort, you know. And this God delivered them and gave Paul his voice, which is which is what we hear today. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit 
amplified that voice. Praise God. Now, Paul can confidently speak of these things because he has personally gone through them and you know he's well uh, equipped to encourage anyone who has gone through you know similar path so imagine if Paul hadn't or had decided to keep quiet imagine if Paul had gone through those things survived but just kept quiet because he doesn't feel like sharing or he doesn't feel it should be said outside or he just wants to brood over what he has gone through. No. Paul was a man of faith. Hallelujah. He says his faith he leaves. Uh, the faith uh, that he possesses. He lives by faith of the Son of God. Not his own faith. Hallelujah. Oh, that's deep. Praise God. So these things were not enough to deter him. He was a focused man. He, there was a prize that he was looking forward to. Hallelujah. So these kind of things could not keep him mute. Hallelujah. He will speak of it. And guess what? The Holy Spirit was always available to amplify the voice. Hallelujah. Speak of it. Let people know that you have overcome the dark situation and you are alive to tell it. That's a voice. Praise God. Now, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, you know, um, is a scripture that lets us know that there's no temptation that isn't common to man, which means somewhere, someone somewhere, has gone through it before you and survived. That's what that scripture means. So you are not the first and you will not be the last. There's a reason why it is uh, in that manner. Hallelujah. Now God will send these people who have survived your way in various shapes and sizes. Send them in such a way that sometimes it might not come in the in the fashion that you want. But will he send them? He will send them. And that's why when you're in such tough situations, you need to be sensitive. Hallelujah. As much as different things will come from uh, a different advice, different people will say all sorts of things. It's not everything you take. When you hear that one that connects with you, you will know. When you hear that one that is a voice, you will know. Because there's a deep penetration. There's a deep connection in the spirit. And you know that. No, I want to listen to what this person is saying. Hallelujah. Isaiah 61, 1 to 3 talks about um, being anointed to bring people out of captivity. You know, bring hope and, and succor to the brokenhearted. You know. Well, how do you even do that if you don't have a voice? How do you do that if... When you speak, people won't hear. How would how would how would they hear you? They will hear you if you've been given that voice. They will hear you if you've gone through it and you're willing to speak. They will hear you if you've personally experienced it. When you open your mouth, you don't need to talk too much. By the time you open your mouth and begin to speak, people will hear you. Hallelujah to Jesus. Matthew 5 verse 4 says, Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Who will comfort? Hallelujah. Jesus. I mean, God is a, he's, he's a God of order. These words are not just thrown around. They're there for a purpose because he knows how men are wired. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Have you ever seen where someone has lost a loved one? What do you know to tell them if you haven't lost a loved one? You can never hit the nail. You can. There's nothing you want to say that is able 
to get through to that person, except you have felt that pain before. Hallelujah. Now, we all aren't given the same um, voice of comfort. No, we're all given different voices. Why? Because we're all different people and we encounter life differently. Now, my voice of comfort might be to singles. Um, yours might be to um, the the destitutes, those from broken homes. It might be to prostitutes. It might be to rape victims. It might be to victims of war. It might be to, to those who are looking for fruit of the womb, you know, Dif- different, different uh, 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 people who have gone through different challenges or people who have lost a loved one, you know. So we all have different voices and you need to find yours because it's not hard. It's what you have gone through. That pain, that place where you went through and it was as if God was not there with you. It was as if you were there alone. It was as if you you, you practically were, I mean, sometimes people will say they were in hell. You, you sought God and it was as if he wasn't there. Those challenges. But you came out. You're here today listening to what I'm saying. That's your voice. It didn't just stumble upon you by chance. It came for a reason. And you ought to use it because there's a generation waiting to hear that voice. And until you speak, those people will remain in darkness and they will always think that they cannot come out or make it from what it is that they are currently experiencing. Hallelujah. It is a voice given to you by God. Praise God. And it will only be amplified by the Holy Spirit. Once you begin to speak, He just takes it from you and just, and just waters them, refreshes them. As you talk it will no longer be you and you just be amazed because for some people their healing comes while they speak so the ones going through pain and thinking I'm, I'm so pain I don't think I can survive no you will sometimes maybe that's all God is waiting for the moment you begin to speak I'm not saying just open your mouth wah, and just talk no be led by the Spirit of God you see people in pain you're touched you're moved to offer help through words of wisdom, through words of the Spirit, through words that you, you know, uh, of experience, hallelujah, from a deep place, that by the time two of you are talking, other people around can't understand what people are saying, there's a connect, hallelujah, and it's a spiritual stuff, praise God, and so as you begin to do that, you find that, that even you yourself, you're, you're being healed, because healing is progressive, it's not just one day, so you find out that as you help heal others, you are being healed yourself. You water others, you be watered yourself. Praise God. God didn't drop it so that you can just, you know, uh, put it by the side, put it in a bag, seal it and leave it there or bring it out once in a while. The man Job went through pain, pain that he shouldn't have even gone through. He had no business going through what, what it is that he went through. His wife didn't understand. Wife said, curse God and die. His friend said, look, you deserve what you're going through. You must have sinned against God because God is a just God. None of them had gone through what Job had gone through. So they couldn't understand the pain that man was in. That man needed comfort. He needed someone to understand what it was he was going through. But they couldn't. Even his own wife couldn't get it. Hallelujah. It takes something special. Hallelujah. But you know what? 
Job is a man who would come out of all of that. Who, I mean, as he came out, by the time he stands speaking, oh, Shataya, if you read Job 29, I think, where he says, by the time he comes out speaking, the princes, they all stand still to hear him speak. It takes a lot. It takes experience to move you to that place. Hallelujah to Jesus. Is there something that you're going through? Is there something that you have gone through? You feel hurt. You feel pained. You feel cheated. You feel shamed. You feel uh, um, trodden upon. I tell you, go to God who is the source of all comfort. Let him comfort you. Let him lift you up. And as he's done that for you, rise up and let your voice be heard. Because there's someone else whom perhaps if they do not hear your voice, might not be able to survive. Maybe your voice is all the medicine they need. Maybe your comfort is all the medicine they need because God will surely send men their way to bring them out. God never wants anyone to die in any challenge. No challenge is greater than you because God will never bring any temptation that is greater than you. Hallelujah. Are you going through stuff? I'm here to encourage you today. Hallelujah. This is also a voice. I'm here to encourage you today and let you know that God is able to see you through. You will not die in it. You will not be overshadowed in it. God is bringing you out by his outstretched arm. And as he does that, find your voice and begin to speak. For there's a generation that is waiting to hear you. Let the Holy Spirit amplified beautifully beyond what you can imagine. And let God take all the glory. Hallelujah. I'll see you next week.